Blog Talk Radio. Well, good morning, Los Angeles and beyond. This is Dr. Carol Francis, and today we're talking about the KISS method of weight loss. And the KISS method of weight loss is adapted from an engineer term where keep it super simple or keep it simple stupid is actually being converted in my program to keep it super successful. In other words, the best way to lose weight or the best way to stop any habit that causes you complications such as smoking, drug abuse, is to keep the avenue towards successfully turning your life around as successful as possible. So you have to know who you are. If you are an individual that prefers to do everything at once, then you need to do everything at once. If you're a person that needs to creep up on the need to change certain lifestyle habits, then you're the individual that needs to actually do that. And that's actually called the tipping point in my KISS program, adopted from um, an author uh, that we will talk about in a future uh, event. But today we're going to talk about nutrients and how you can keep it super successful for you, keep it super successful for you in terms of turning the tide from gaining weight to maintaining weight to losing weight and then to maintaining weight once again. Because hopefully by the time you have gained a certain amount of weight, you have found that you reach a top point in your weight. In other words, that's going to be a set point for you. So if you've gained again and again, then you will settle into a metabolic set point where your body seems to reach sort of an equilibrium of hunger versus eating versus uh, the activity level that you have. And that sets your metabolism at a certain set point. Then the art of losing weight, of losing fat, of losing inches, is the process of being able to turn the metabolism on higher than its set point and then to be able to move toward turning the process toward actually losing the weight. So in light of all of these things that we're talking about, today we want to talk about keep it super simple in terms of different nutrients that you want to eat. And my theory is, is that most people prefer to add foods to their diet as opposed to taking away foods to their diet when they're making that switch. So, for example, let's say you're going from no dietary process whatsoever to turn your metabolism on, and you wake up today, it's Monday, and you say, okay, I need to do something today about my diet, and this is going to be the day that I do it. Um, and so you, you charge ahead and you say, I'm going to change something today. Now, either you're going to be the type of individual that changes everything all at once, Suddenly, you're not going to eat any fats, you're not going to eat any sugars, you're going to go low carb, you're going to exercise. And you turn it all on at once. And that is one approach. And if that is the approach that works for you, and that's how you keep it super successful for you, then bravo. Then you need to plan ahead, getting all the foods and nutrients, the vitamins, the supplements, the exercise plan, the exercise equipment, everything in place so that on that Monday you start being super successful. Knowing that changing your habit and your lifestyle to make it a more permanent or instinctive process for you so that it's just you wake up and you work out or right after work you go work out or you never even look at the bread because you're busy eating your vegetables. So in order to change your habit so you go in that direction, 
you have to go through a period of anywhere from three to eight weeks, typically, to consciously change what it is you're doing, how you're doing it, and what you're doing it with. That conscious activity then begins to go into an unconscious process of, oh, this is my new routine, this is my new habit. And in a sense, the physiology of your body in terms of metabolism does the same sort of thing. So that you wake it up, you jolt it, you've got it going, and either it's going to rebel against you by getting really, really hungry, or it's going to make you very grumpy, or it's going to make you very depressed, or it's going to turn on a metabolism so it starts burning, 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 burning. And if you can resist during that three to eight weeks, yielding into the hunger for fat and hunger for sugar and the hunger for salty, crunchy things that are loaded with carbohydrates, then you will be able to make your body use that metabolic switch. But not everybody turns on that switch that quickly. So today, the idea of looking at different nutrients that you can actually add, that's right, add to your program is I think the way many people need to go because you are adding the nutrients that are somehow going to make it easier for your conscious mind to be able to adhere to whatever dietary program you put it on. First, I'm going to deal with moods. Now, while I do have a certification in nutrition, I am not what I would call a nutritionist. And so I'm really going to go based on other people's recommendations and how you can um, implement their recommendations so that you can take care of your dietary situation. So I'm going to go on different homeopathic and nutritional and those sorts of approaches that um, have been proven over time to be helpful. And I utilize them with people in my practice, and I have seen them work in my practice. This works for people with menopause, um, weight gain long-term, weight gain just recently due to stress, those sorts of things. The very first thing you need to deal with in in the KISS system are your moods. And as women, our moods often dictate our choices. So there are certain nutrients out there or supplements that seem to be very, very helpful in regulating women's moods. I'm going to just list them. They each have their pros and their cons. Sammy, St. John's Wort, Relicor, 5-HTP, and GABA. Now, Sammy and St. John's Wort have been around as a supplement for a long time dealing with depression. And they work differently. In some people, they're very effective, and other people, they're hardly effective. And for some individuals, it appears that St. John's wort actually will interfere with the effectiveness of other very essential medications. SAMI works on the cognitive process, but it also seems to work on the mood disposition related to depression. The ones that seem to be having less side effects or less complications so far, however, is an interesting supplement called currently under the the advertised name of Relicor, which is a combination, it's a proprietary blend, it's a combination of different herbs and different nutrients and minerals that address anxiety, stress, situational stress, long-term chronic stress, and as well as mood. It seems to elevate mood for those that are depressed, 
and seems to regulate or even out an individual's mood when they tend towards stress or anxiety. Now, Relicor has been advertised as an anti-cortisol, which means that when you are under stress or even stress associated to depression or stress related to situations or just your emotional disposition of being a stressed, anxious individual, you will produce an excessive amount of cortisol. Cortisol tends to attack the ability of the body to metabolize and slows down because it, it believes, the body believes it's now under a state of having to survive and therefore it needs to adhere or hold on to whatever reserves or resources are currently existing in the body or whatever is put into the body. There is a current agreement among individuals that the fat around the stomach or right below the midriff area uh, and maybe even the love handles are associated to stress. Um, that therefore Relicor advertised itself as a way of getting rid of tummy fat. But in addition, it appears that when your bodies are stressed or inflamed, that there are some individuals that believe that the body begins to store fat around the organs as an attempt to actually protect the organ. That's an interesting, from inflammation, from damage. That's an interesting utilization of fat, wouldn't you think? We look at it as such an enemy, but there are actually some definite benefits to the presence of fat. I mean, fatty deposits on your body. Otherwise, your body wouldn't be doing it. It's when it's excessive or it's against what we like to look like in our society that we really see fat as the enemy. Um, therefore, Relicor addresses the fatty deposits associated to the presence of cortisol, high stress, high anxiety factor in people's lives that attack metabolism. They say that after two to three months of regular three times a day use, individuals have definitely seen a shift in their body weight. And I have seen it absolutely, case-by-case case situation, definitely have an impact on individuals who will use it enough uh, during the day and keep it regular during the day. That's always the process and the habit that needs to be in place. So Relicor is um, very helpful in terms of that aspect of, of, of dieting. However, it is even more helpful in terms of regulating anxiety and depression. And since a lot of people eat on an emotional level, they eat out of stress, they eat out of wanting to gratify, and they eat out of feeling lonely, then Relicor, which allows for a decrease of depression and a management of anxiety, gives you a, a good feeling. You have a good feeling without any artificial uh, contributions to your uh, body. And as I'm recalling, I don't even think they use caffeine as a, a, an upper, which, as you know, drops you down so that it becomes something to put into your system of anticipating weight loss if you are an emotional eater, which most women are, uh, some men are. Then we have the 5-HTP and we have a GABA. 5-HTP and GABA relate to the uh, development and use in your body of those hormones, serotonin, dopamine, those hormones that deal with depression, and they, they, they allow the body to uptake those serotonin and dopamine and, and use it in a positive sort of way, as well as it seems to actually cre create the presence of serotonin and dopamine. Now, how these things work are well worth your investigation on the Internet, and I would recommend that in the Keep It Super Successful Method of Weight Loss, that you look to your mood and how you're going to relegate your mood, regulate your mood, 
so that you can move to the second step, which is to be very conscious about what you're eating and how you're going to adhere to the wonderful body image that you want to create. So the second aspect of eating positively is to eat uh, food items that don't inflame your body. And as you know, inflaming your body is caused by high content in sugar, um, high content of fat, caffeine or artificial stimulants um, of any sort, and also if you're eating a lot of foods that deplete your antioxidant supplies, then you are going to cause what's called an inflammation in your body. We talked about this earlier in another program with Dr. Fada Reed, and Dr. Perricone has actually popularized the anti-inflammatory diet approach, and it really seems to be quite important to eat those particular foods that are not going to inflame your body. And slowly but surely, or quickly and definitely, eliminate those foods that are going to inflame your body. Now, inflammation of your body can cause cardiovascular complications, respiratory complications, muscular skeletal complications, and also really interfere with the metabolism of your body. If you're eating an anti-inflammatory diet, you are going to also notice a difference in your hair, your skin, and your energy level as well. Now, what foods seem to really be positive along the lines would be if you added parsnip to your diet, which seems to be a beauty food, according to Susan Smith-Jones, who's a PhD apparently in nutrition, as much as I can understand the credentials. And I appreciate what she says, that it not only strengthens your hair and your nails and improves your skin quality, it allows your skin that flattering benefit of having the potassium, the phosphorus, and the vitamin C, and building that up in your body, as you're anticipating going into a diet mode, strengthens your body to be able to take advantage of all the good food you're going to put in there and also fights against any sort of nutritional loss you're going to have associated to reducing the food intake or increasing your exercise. Avocados and other foods as well that seem to have a high level of the type of fats, omega-3s, omega-6, that are really essential for your body's function to be very good. Um, therefore, even though avocados have high calorie content, guess what? That high calorie content is really very positive for you. It provides vitamin E, folate, potassium, and fiber uh, like no other uh, sort of source does. Another source along those lines that's a green vegetable is broccoli. And interestingly enough, broccoli is a high source of protein. It is also a high source of antioxidants and other aspects of anti-carcinogenics so that your heart is helped, your anti-carcinogenic capacity is helped, so your health is helped, and now you're getting the protein through vegetable. So you're not needing to worry about the animal fat worry leveled against the protein. Broccoli is such an amazing vegetable that it is if you were to eat it three times a day, it would help your body metabolize. It help your body fight the excess estrogen associated to breast cancer. And it would also activate your metabolism because you're working to protect the cell membrane with the appropriate amount of nutrients. So broccoli, parsnips, avocados, what do you think? That's all doable. Add that to a salad in your afternoon, in your lunchtime, in your evening time. 
and I don't know about you, but I actually like avocado so much, I'll put it on my eggs in the morning. And then I can have a hard-boiled egg with some avocado with some delicious sorts of um, spices. Now, speaking of spices, let me talk about cinnamon, for example. It's an ancient spice, and it has lots of wonderful mythology surrounding it. But it relieves bloating and it seems to stabilize your blood sugar, which is going to help against any sort of diabetes or any sort of tendency in that way. You know, your body is resistant to metabolizing sugar, then the presence of cinnamon actually seems to be quite helpful. So if you sprinkle cinnamon on your meat, on your fruit, even on the cereals, then it is going to be an additive aspect to your body that's going to help your body as you move it toward losing weight. Let's talk about cereals for a second. Uh, they get a very bad rep because they're high carb. However, oats, for example, have consistently proven to be an assistance against cardiovascular complications, such as high cholesterol. It also seems to improve your stress level uh, and your ability to regulate your thyroid. It's great with the nervous and digestive system, and it even reduces cigarette cravings and seems to stabilize your blood sugar level again. And no, with cinnamon and oatmeal combined, guess what? You've stabilized your blood sugar, and if you stabilize your blood sugar, you're less likely to be hungry. Along with that delicious breakfast, why not add an apple? Because apparently an apple a day or maybe two apples a day, reduces stroke and also allows you um, a lower cholesterol and allows you to not have a higher risk of lung cancer. If you're eating them whole, they get the fiber in there and all the nutrients in the skin as well. Apples also have some hydrochloric acid, which tends to assist you in not being hungry. So now how about this? An apple. 20 to 30 minutes before you eat, or maybe with a little bit of cinnamon added, or maybe with just a few oats added along with it, maybe some Cheerios with the apple. Now you've gotten amazingly good nutrients that are good for your body, that are going to regulate your blood sugar, and also going to work with your appetite. Apples with that hydrochloric acid also have something that assists the digestive process. And if you have a good digestive system, again, anything that's good for your body, a good digestive system supports your body, fights, anti, anti, fights the inflammation that's going on, fights hunger because you're regulated, and also assists with metabolism. Now, while bananas are not usually on any high-carb diet, a low-carb diet because they are so high in carbohydrates, I was really struck by the, the research that demonstrated that bananas are a wonderful source of the type of energy that can relieve heartburn and can lower your risk of stroke, and is high, high fiber and high, high mineral. It is the wise food to put into any sort of shake or smoothies that you're going to compile. If we talk about compiling bananas with blueberries, now we're in the world where evidently blueberries are just as wonderful for antioxidants and for your health and metabolism, and they have what wine has, reservatol, if you were to add gobi beans or if you were to add some sort of acai berry juice to your smoothie, then you really are getting a good concentration of reservatol, which helps with your cholesterol, 
helps with regulating your hunger, helps with being able to fight the inflammation in your body, and helps with being able to turn on your metabolism. So create a smoothie. Create a smoothie that uses non-fat cottage cheese, water, bananas, blueberries, cinnamon, teeny bit of oats, maybe, maybe not, teeny bit of apples, maybe, maybe not. But you have got an absolutely fantastic conglomeration of foods put into a very creamy, smoothie taste that's going to be low calorie because it contains your protein and it contains your vitamins, your minerals, your antioxidants, your resveratrol, down the list. It's very tasty. If you are to have a super successful weight loss and you add those sorts of nutrients or delicious foods to your body, you are likely going to have a greater success entering into a weight loss process. Now let's talk about sleep, for example. Sleep has been noted that in the sleep deprivation or you have an unregulated or inconsistent sleeping pattern, that your metabolism switches off because it knows that it's going to a chronic state of survival. When your metabolism switches off, you cannot, under any circumstances, whether exercising or dieting, really lose weight. Dieting only works if your metabolism is turned on. And if you are not sleeping properly, guess what? You are not going to be able to simultaneously um, lose the weight, no matter how hard you try. So sleep, as funny as it seems, is now lauded as not only a beauty rest component in life, but also a way of turning on your ability to metabolize food. It supports bone, muscle development, and also, last but not least, your growth hormone. In the middle of your sleep, especially those that sleep a full night's sleep, you produce growth hormone that tend to reduce the midriff weight or fat gain. That's also associated to stress. And guess what? When you're stressed, you're not sleeping. When you're not sleeping, you're not producing your growth hormone. So now the loss of growth hormone seems to also be associated to menopause, and that's a whole other story. Now, if you have an inclination to overeat, there are probably two different ways you could possibly overeat. You can eat too often or eat too much, or you can actually eat at the wrong time of the day. Now, some individuals find it a lot easier to eat three meals a day at sitting down and regulated and forget about the snacks. Other individuals prefer the six small meals a day. Although my experience is that those six small meals actually become six moderate to large meals and actually end up, for some people, not being regulated in terms of size. Also, some people will use those snacks to treat themselves to the cakes, the cookies, and the chips, and the sandwiches, and the coffee drinks, which are all low metabolism um, tools. They're all high inflammation foods. Um, so a meal time that is experienced with a lot of salads, raw cooked vegetables, fruits, raw cooked, and with maybe 30% of some sort of protein that's concentrated, such as oh, any type of meat, the cheese, eggs, grains with protein, such as um, quino, which is from Peru, and then also any of your healthy fatty foods, such as your avocados, for example. 
if they are a third, 30% of what's on your plate. Now, remember, our American plates are pretty large, and I know that there's a lot of fun made of going to California cuisine restaurants where you have this small little serving of food, but the truth of the matter is put your hand in a fist position, and now look at that fist. That fist likely is one to two pounds of fat on your body. That If you've gained a pound of fat, that's how much fat you've gained. It's a lot. It's a lot of mass to have to move around your body that gets distributed throughout your body. And when you lose a pound of fat, that's also a really positive sort of figure. But at the same time, remember when you have your fist in that position, remember that that's the size of your stomach. So if you put your fist up to your plate, chances are any food that's outside the space of your fist, both in all dimensions, then chances are you are overeating at that particular meal. Your stomach only wants to be stretched out to that much. So for some individuals, to keep themselves at the fifth snack six times a day, that will keep it super successful, especially if there's 30% protein, non-fat, and 30% vegetable, and 30% fruit, then you're in good shape. Yes, I'm leaving a little bit of the grains out on the side there because I do think that when you're turning on your metabolism, there are only certain grains that are supportive of what goes on in your body. And those grains are brown rice, your oats, your barley. There are a few others that might be mentioned, but those would be the most common that would be helpful. But you don't need to eat a lot of them in order to get the benefit from them. And the truth is, is that we tend to eat a whole lot more than we want. Here's a quote from Albert Einstein that I think might be a pithy thing to think about at this moment. He said, It is enough for me to contemplate the mystery of conscious life perpetuating itself through all the universe which we can dimly perceive and to try humbly to comprehend even an infinitesimal part of the intelligence manifested in nature. But the most beautiful thing we can experience is the mysterious. It is the source of all the true art and science. So I'd like to conclude with a conscious raising moment as one of the things you include in your nutrition, your food, and your mental practice is that if you're going to be keeping this super successful, to consciously walk in a relationship with your body, a mysterious conscious relationship with the universe of your body, the nature of your body, to walk in that consciousness with an attitude of love, respect, awe, as if your body is a magnificent mystery to be expressed not to be chastised, not to be hated, not to be loathed, but that you need to express. Most people lose weight because they want to look a certain way. But I think the truth of the matter is, is that when they look at their consciousness a little closer than just how they look, it's because they want to actually return to their real body. And that individuals that have an excess amount of fat on their body do not feel like they're in their real body. It is when you discover that you want to embrace the real body that exists that you begin to realize that you are walking in a relationship. Yes, a relationship, a mysterious relationship with the nature of your body, with the nature of food, with the nature of your physiology. And discovering the beauty of how your body was intended to work in harmony with the nature that exists outside of it. So that as you look at food, Food that is 
natural food that is free of compounded, complicated sorts of man-made additives, when you look at real food, real nature, and experience your body with that real food, real nature sort of process, you enter into that conscious, magical, mystical relationship that Einstein is referring to. I welcome you to join us next week when we talk about Keep It Super Successful. And since Mondays are such a key day for doing dietary loss programming, I think Mondays might be the next day to join me. However, you can download this program. You can keep it as a CD, play it for yourself, allowing it to seep into you to inspire yourself to have a conscious relationship with nutrition and your body. I'm wishing you well on this wonderful day. Take each moment and make it the best. This is Dr. Carol Francis from Torrance, California, clinical psychologist, wishing you very well. Feel free to call 310-543-1824 for further questions. The best to you.